Hello everyone and welcome to the Dear Future Hubby Podcast. I am your host Teresa Reese and normally what I do is read a poem from my book of poetry entitled A Strong-Willed Mind Healing Scars Over Time Through My Poetry. But today I would like to read a poem that I wrote, which I have not published yet, so y'all will be the first ones to hear it. Here we go, and I hope y'all like it. And in my famous, in the famous words of Erica Badu, I am sensitive about my bleep. Some of y'all know the rest. (laughs) And the title of this poem that I wrote is called a destructive man. Written by yours truly, Teresa Reese. Here we go. Prayer truly does change things, especially when you become more specific in them. Your eyes start opening up to the perfect illusions of love. As lust was camouflaged, at first you thought it was real until you paid attention to the fruit, not just the words, but those actions hit a little different when deception is exposed. Calling yourself a gentleman when the truth is there was no man at all or at least not a man's man within you. Who do you call? No no ghostbusters live here, but those acts of disappearance became quite clear when I began to pray with intention. I realized God's love don't live here. You see, the web you weaved while you practiced to deceive me really got me to thinking of the endless possibilities to the games you were playing with my mind and with my heart. So I began praying without ceasing one day at a time. And then suddenly your true intentions were exposed to me. You called lust love and painted a nightmare as a dream. Yet an awakening took place within me when I prayed. And now I see how had I not, I would have truly gotten played. Answered prayers. Yep, once again, God saved me from a destructive man like you. So I hope that you all have had the most amazing evening, morning, afternoon, whenever it is that you hear this episode. However, before I get started, let's just see what destructive means. According to the Oxford Languages Dictionary, it means causing great 
and irreparable harm or damage, tending to refute or disparage, negative and unhelpful. Now, for those of you who have listened to my episodes, you are already aware that on this podcast, we are raw, that is real and wise. And in my realness, I have been very transparent in letting y'all know when I have made some very unwise decisions, especially concerning relationships. However, what I believe has changed is my willingness to not only consult with my support system in areas that I am not as strong in or even wise in. For example, I believe that my picker, talking about my finger and how I pick people and <laughs> all of that, I don't always choose the best option for me concerning the male species. What I also do now is get insight from this generation, my adult children, who, in my opinion, I believe are extremely wise in how they handle relationships and how they observe the relationships that they see other people in. I often joke with them and tell them how they have become my greatest teachers. And when I look back on some of the choices of men I've made, it's quite evident that my picker was off kilter. My oldest children saw qualities in a couple of my exes that, frankly, I just ignored whether consciously or unconsciously. And in the end, although my picker was off, theirs was and has always been right on point. So for this reason, I have made it a point to have open dialogue with my adult children on all accounts, just about. I say just about because I still have, I still keep things to myself. However, when it comes to romantic relationships and I look over my journal and I look over some of my experiences of dating, I have to be the first to know that this has truly never been my strong suit. Now for platonic relationships, that's a whole other story. I've managed to be friends with some of the best human beings on the planet, in my opinion, for over 30 years. However, I truly believe that because I haven't always had the best examples placed before me in regards to the male species and how they treat their women, this has influenced me, whether directly or indirectly, concerning my own decision-making process in times past and for this reason, I've made very poor decisions in regards to romantic relationships. Y'all, I've had to read a whole lot of books, and I'm still reading a whole lot of books. As a matter of fact, right now, I am reading a book by audiobook by Torrey Roberts called Balance. So I'm constantly trying to unlearn some of the learned behaviors that I've adopted knowing that what I learned in terms of how women are supposed to be treated uh-uh, that dog don't hunt. And that is only okay, in my honest opinion, when we choose to learn from our mistakes in regards to making poor, very poor decisions. However, that 
is how the poem A Destructive Man was born. Why this title? Well, because I understand the magnitude of making poor decisions. Not just on my part, but also in choosing to connect myself to someone who has a destructive behavior. As women, if we are not careful, we could easily convince ourselves that just because he is nice on some accounts and a gentleman quote unquote on other accounts, that his behavior is harmless when we begin to see or even hear certain red flags. If some of you recall a few episodes back, I spoke about paying attention to red flags when dating. I actually recently watched an interview the other day with the first lady, Shawnee O'Neill and Pastor Keon Henderson. Congratulations to y'all, by the way. And she was very candid when describing the dating pool nowadays. Quite frankly, y'all, it's not really all that is cracked up to be. But I digress. So I wanted to speak in that vein on today and outline a few things to be on the lookout for concerning red flags. This episode is for my queens. Let me give you a few examples of the questions we should be asking ourselves whenever we begin to date because this will aid us in being more consciously aware in my opinion, of what is before us. You can agree or you can disagree because that's your business in my Tabitha Brown voice. So here we go. And I just, I literally just wrote down 10, although there are so many other red flags out there. Here we go. Would I want this person to raise my child or children? Would I want my child or any of my children to be exactly like this individual? As this person is at this present moment, could I see myself spending the rest of my life with him? Do I have a desire to quote unquote help this person or quote unquote rescue this person because I see their potential? Am I focusing on the areas that are being met such as having fun, money, humor, etc., but ignoring all of the unmet requirements such as respect, honor, integrity, the list goes on. Am I losing friendships behind this relationship? Do I only focus on what we have in common, but totally ignore all of our differences? For example, money management, creating boundaries, expectations, communication styles, etc. Is this person unwilling to be held accountable for their actions and or accept accountability? Is this person immature, irresponsible, or very impulsive? Here are a few danger signs, destructive danger signs, to be clear. Whenever this person is frustrated, 
Do they react in anger, rage, and or blame, just to name a few? Now, those are just a few red flags to look out for when contemplating whether or not you are willing to go to the next level in your relationship with this man. Remember, to be completely honest with yourself as well, ladies, especially because sometimes we will begin to make excuses for destructive behaviors if we have become fixated on the potential in a man. Oh, he's just having a bad week. Oh, his hormones are acting up. Oh, he hasn't had much sleep. And even though these may be factors, pay attention to the red flags. This can be very harmful to you in the end if you don't. They call this ignoring the red flags. Something that I can personally say I have most definitely been guilty of. Something else that I read years ago. So please forgive me because I cannot remember where I read it. But we as women have a tendency, some of us, I'm not stating that's all of us, have a tendency to believe that we can be and do better than the woman before us. This is destructive behavior on our part. It is never up to us to change a man's behavior. The only thing we as women can do is teach people how to treat us. But even when we do this, there will be men who have such destructive behaviors that even when given the blueprint and it is set right in front of them to follow, they will still opt to do the opposite of what you have conveyed to them on how you would like to be treated. It's in those moments, ladies, when you must be willing to walk away. Set your emotions, your feelings, and all of the time and energy that you have invested in the relationship to redirect that energy into pouring back into yourself, your whole self, again. There is nothing worse than casting your pearls to swine. To someone who doesn't truly value your presence or your worth and or makes excuses as why your definition of respect or your interpretation of how it is or whatever it is that you've conveyed to that individual, how it is that you need to be treated in order for you to feel complete and whole. There's nothing worse than that being ignored and then projecting onto you how they're going to treat you, especially if it's equivalent to mistreatment. Save yourself the headache and pain and release that destructive man. Refuse to be with someone who doesn't truly value your presence or your worth. And do it if you can. Leave that destructive man if you can. And I believe once you see your true worth and all that it is that you bring to any table, letting the zero go so that you can truly receive your hero and allow him to find you, it becomes a little easier to do. Be encouraged out in these dating streets, single ladies. And to the married ladies, 
It is just as important for you to know your worth and more so that you don't settle for a destructive man as it is for us singles, single ladies. Yes, I understand marriage is a ministry. Your kings should be ministering love to y'all so much so to the point that us single ladies no longer desire to be single because you have set the bar with such an amazing, genuine example of what it looks like when a man's man truly loves his rib, his wife. Also to the point that we single ladies do not cover what you have, covet, I'm sorry, do not covet what you have because some of you women be trying to have what somebody else have. Some of us women, instead of just saying, I admire those qualities and then praying for our own is what we should be doing at any given moment, at any given time, um, because it just, that's the healthy thing to do. That's just my opinion. Anyway, so do not covet what you have. Wait a minute, let me try this again, because to the point that we single ladies will not covet what you have, but instead we will admire what what you have found and begin to desire to experience that same thing or something similar not the same because it can't be the identical y'all get what i'm trying to say (laughs) not everyone will agree but i love it when i see an excellent example set before me it lets me know that what i desire it absolutely is attainable well this is going to conclude my episode on today However, it's been a minute since I have written to my future hubby. Wherever he may be in this big old world. So today, I am going to read to my future hubby. It's actually a poem and not a letter. But here we go. It's called My Answered Prayer. Dear future hubby, I have heard it said before how some men come to restore. Well, I could not agree more. And instead of looking back, I am looking forward to the moment when you restore my hope in holy matrimony by not only marrying me, but leading our family. Within my lifetime, I have experienced a lot of Ishmael's It's high time my Isaac appears. I need you to not only say it, but to truly be here in your words, in your behavior, in your actions too. Please don't just say the words. Be willing to show me your love too. Be willing to minister to me in mind, body, spirit, and soul. Allow our love to shine through a world that can be so cold. I love to, I long to experience my true husband and write the chapters of our love story, which have never been told. In my mind, I see our unfailing love unfold right before our eyes, day after day, endless moments in time. And in some of the richest of ways, I've got your heart 
and you've got mine. We will weather the storms of life side by side. You loving me unconditionally and me loving you the same way. Truth is, I have experienced destructive behaviors with men in times past. None of those toxic relationships were ever meant to last. And that is okay. I found my way of escape and I took it. But those experiences left invisible scars. I get that women are from Venus and men are from Mars, but they almost made me give up on love. Maybe it's true. I needed to kiss those frogs so I would be able to recognize when my true prince arrived. I believe you will be all that I have prayed for internally and beyond. My very best friend, my covering, and my king. I know I will glow from the inside out because of you. After all, when you find me as your wife, plan on helping. I plan on helping make not only mine, but all of your dreams come true. I love you. Love, Teresa. So I hope that y'all have had the most amazing evening, morning, afternoon, whenever it is that you hear this episode. But please, please, please do me a huge favor and take care of yourself because there is only one you. Signing out, your girl, Teresa. Y'all have a blessed one. Bye. And thank you for listening.